Welcome to another ASAP Athletic Strength and Power Podcast, the most reliable and sensible strength training and conditioning information for coaches and athletes. This ASAP podcast is brought to you by Team Builder, the online strength and conditioning platform for coaches and their athletes. Team Builder. And today I'm with Dusty Baker. He's the manager of the Cincinnati Reds, longtime player in Major League Baseball. Dusty, uh, welcome to our Athletic Strength and Power podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your background as far as when you were a kid and you first started playing baseball and how you got started in baseball? Well, actually, um, uh, I played for my dad. And my dad was my little league coach, and before me, he was Barry, uh, Bobby Bonds, little league coach. And actually, my dad, you know, he cut me from his little league team when I was 8, 9, and 10 for a bad attitude. And he told me that if I could put that attitude uh, uh, in a positive direction, that I could be something someday. And so back in those times, we, you know, just didn't play one sport. Everybody in the neighborhood, we had pickup games. We played football, basketball. We had races. You know, we pretend we were running track. We swam. Uh, we did about everything. And, uh, you know, whatever the time of the year was, this is what you did. And I think it made us, you know, uh, it kept us in shape. You know, we were uh, well-rounded. And for me, I was probably one of the later blooming kids uh, because I was, a, I, was, I was tall, very skinny, but I had speed and, and had to work on skill versus strength, and I didn't have much strength at that time. And my dad made me like a... Uh, you know, work out a lot and made me, like, take a couple uh, little courses when I was 10, 11 years old to try to gain muscles and mass, but it just didn't come till I was probably 19, 20 years old. You know, so uh, it's got to be cool. To, as, as a kid, you, I think you grew up, like, in California, and then, uh, I mean, now here you are, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. That's got to be awesome. Well, you know, what was awesome is that I grew up as a kid, uh, a Dodger fan, and my hero was number 12, Tommy Davis, on the Dodgers. And then I got drafted by the Braves out of high school and a number of football and basketball scholarships and none in baseball. And uh, my parents got divorced, so I ended up, you know, signing professionally out of high school and forfeiting a number of, of, uh, of scholarships. So, you know, but anyway, uh, you, know, you know, anyway, what happened is uh, I feel very fortunate to, to have played the same position as my, as my hero. You know what I mean? I played his position, I batted in order, and I wore his number, Tommy Davis, and I'm still wearing his number now. So, you know, for me, it was a dream come true as a little kid that when you're in the backyard playing games and pretending that you're somebody and you end up, you know, being almost like him. And, of course, uh, you know, back when you were a, a star player in the National League, uh, you guys were the, uh, the rival, the big rival, when you guys came into Cincinnati uh, with uh, Say and Garvey and all those guys. So. Yeah, Mopes and then... And, and, uh, Reggie Smith, I mean, he's probably the best player on our team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was big fun because, uh, you know, when you came to Cincinnati, you know you had a battle. And when they came in to see you, you know you had a battle. So, and that's what sports is all about. You know, who wants it the most, who trains the hardest, and, uh, you know, who uh, is, is the best physically and mentally. Yeah, there'd be 50,000, 60,000 over Riverfront Stadium when you guys came in. Well, that's true, every day, and you knew it. And the thing about it is we didn't like coming here because everybody in town were red and white. And by the time we got to, to the ballpark, there's red and white in the windows, there's red and white, everybody dressed in red and white. By the time we got to the ballpark, we were kind of psyched out on, on red and white. So, But I tell you, it was a, it was a wonderful occurrence. Yeah, one thing, you guys had a pitcher back there uh, back then, uh, Valenzuela. 
And uh, you got a picture for the Reds right now that uh, kind of has a type of delivery like him, almost looking back. Valenzuela used to look all the way back to center field, practically. Yeah, and he'd look up in the sky. And, uh, you know, there's, a, there's something to deception. And a lot of times, you know, we want kids to kind of throw by the numbers, one, two, three, because we're afraid they're getting hurt. But a lot of times, you know, if you can throw by deception with a certain amount of deception and throw mechanically sound, that that increases your chances of, uh, you know, getting people out and also decreases your chances of getting hurt. Before you go, Dusty, uh, just a little bit about the evolution of players. Back when you were a player, you know, I doubt if uh, too many managers or your coaches were telling you to go hit some bench presses or anything like that. Things have changed. Well, things have changed. When I first came in the game, they didn't want you lifting weights because they, um, you know, they thought that that'd make you muscle bound. And it took, it took me 50 years to get muscle bound as skinny as I was at the time. But see, you know, there were some guys that lifted. You know, I saw Rico Cardi lift. I saw Bobby Bonds lifted in high school. The thing that guys did is that they worked on their hand strength a lot. You know, guys would, would, would do a lot of uh, hand grips. Guys would do rubber balls. I saw Hank Aaron, you know, he'd take the Sunday paper and unfold it and then crumble up each page one hand at a time and then throw it away and it came to a ball. And um, so, you know, there were things. I mean, I on the Dodgers, we were once one of the first in the, in the mid-'70s. You know, we had Nautilus equipment at the time. And then I had free weights at my house because, uh, like I said, I was always a little skinny kid. So, you know, there were some guys lifting, just not as many as they are now. And, and the main difference, I think, is, uh, you know, uh, I don't think the teams were as nutritious conscious as they are right now. Back then they fed you a lot of junk. Now they feel or you're on your own to eat. Now I think uh, they've made everybody more uh, conscious of, of, of nutrition what you eat, what you put in your body, and how you take care of yourself. And I think it's, it's helped in the long run. Dusty Baker, he joined us today with our Athletic Strength and Power podcast. I'm not going to hold him up much longer because uh, he's got to get down to the ballpark. There's a game tonight that... <laughs> it's 7-10, but i got to be there at 1 o'clock, and it's uh, 1-10 now. So I'm on the way to the ballpark. This ASAP podcast is brought to you by Team Builder, the online strength and conditioning platform for coaches and their athletes. Team Builder. All right. Thanks, Dusty. Good luck with the rest of the way and really appreciate you having one on our show today. All right. Thank you very much.